Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you. Those of you that work so hard for your money and you're now ready for your money to start working harder for you today. You want that freedom. You want that cash flow. You want that passive income now, not 30 or 40 years from now, but today so you can live that life that you love with those you love. But most importantly, guys, I know you're not just here to get rich, but you're here to live a rich life. To create a legacy because as you are blessed financially, you now have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. That is the reason why I'm here to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in, binging, sharing, and making it worth for my ripple effect to go through your lives, especially as you apply these things that you learned today. If you have not done so already, go check out our website, moneyripples.com. Lots of great education, whether it's about infinite banking or even about passive income. In fact, you can try our passive income calculator and find out how much passive income you could create in the next 12 months. Check that out right now. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. Okay, guys, so uh, I, I was thinking about the kind of the 2023, a little bit by year in review. And, and many times on the show, we talk about good deals, right? I talk about the success stories, and I'll talk about my failures as well, especially if you've heard me talk about going broke in 2008, right? And, and even just going over a million dollars in debt, and even just having rough roads along the way as I've learned these lessons. And the truth is, we all do. We all have lessons to learn. But the real question is, is, what are like some of the worst things I've, I've dealt with? Now, I want to talk about my worst real estate deal that's been for the last year. Not so much the ones, I mean, I've, I've shared about ones from, from the last recession, and that's fine too. But I want to talk about my worst real estate deal because maybe people say like, well, what's, what's happened? And it doesn't mean that I haven't lost money. Obviously, I've lost plenty of money along the way. But this is one that although I lost, I still gained. And let me explain what I mean. Here's, here's the thing I just told my own VIP clients, those that hire us as consultants. I just had a call with them recently, and I said, guys, in as much as you're progressing, you're prospering. Even if you're just inching along, making little itsy-bitsy, itsy-bitsy spider, right? Even if you're making these little itsy-bitsy moves along the way, but you're progressing, in my mind, you are prospering. It's the people that don't progress, the people that are actually starting to slip back, not so much just back financially, but back in their growth and their progress. Those are the people that I find that are impoverished. So you can be prosperous. You can be abundant no matter what the situation, especially if you do it right. Let me share you a story of what I mean. Uh, I just shared this with my group as well. Just about uh, now it's been 15 years. Uh, I, had a, I had a family member that they invested with the guy that, that I knew that was in the real estate space. He'd been doing it for 25 years, done a great job. 
In fact, the guy had been investing since the 1980s and has never lost on a real estate deal. So they put their money with him. They, they lent him the money. They paid him. You know, he paid them the return, gave them all their money back with the interest. And they were happy. They said, this is awesome. This is way better than what we're getting sitting in our 401ks and in the stock market. So they did it again. But the next time around when they did it, where before they were the first one in line to get paid back, this next deal, they didn't look at the fine print, found out they were the not the first one in line, not even the second position or second lean position, as they call it. They were in third position. They were in the third, they were third in the lineup of getting paid back. If you put it this way, it's like you having a first mortgage, then get a home equity line of credit, and then some bank being crazy and dumb enough to go give you a different line of credit that then they get paid back at the very end with the last little bit of equity you might have. And so if the market tanks, that person in that third position loses everything. That third mortgage, they don't get paid a dime. Well, this is what happened with one of my family members. And so they were pretty bitter about it. They were very upset, primarily because they didn't really diversify. They put almost all of their money in that one deal because, of course, the first time worked. So why not the second time? And they just took them on a handshake deal. They didn't really they didn't do what I, I recommend, which is the Ronald Reagan mantra, which is trust but verify. They didn't verify. And they found out that they're pretty much at the end of the pecking order. They didn't get paid a dime. They lost 150 grand. And so they decided to come in the office. And this is a time where I was in my previous company with Garrett Gunderson. And at the time, about a year into our company, we hired a guy, um, brought him on, a guy by the name of Garrett White. Some of you might know him as Garrett J. White, who is Wake Up Warrior, Warrior Code. Uh, he's the guy that trained Sean Whalen. If you've ever followed Sean Whalen, he's the guy that, you know, Sean Whalen was one of his trainers uh, in, his, in his company. So anyways, Garrett came on to our, our, into our company after he had his mortgage company. Uh, this is before he talked about all of his nightmarish stuff going on in his life that he talks about now in Wake Up Warrior. So uh, he was working with us, and he pretty much was, uh, uh, for a guy that's only a year older than me, man, he, he had some cojones, I'll tell you, because he would not even let us even see any of the meetings he was doing, even though I was doing my own meetings already. But he's like, hey, if you want to see how I train people and how I help people and coach people, you got to pay to play, right? Well, I decided to bring him some people. And I have been to have him sit down with this, these family members, this couple. And this couple, they're both in their early 70s at the time. Garrett and I were in our early 30s. So these people were more than twice our age. And, uh, and Garrett starts asking about what's going on with these investment. And they said, and one of them, the husband said, oh, it was horrible. Then Garrett asked a powerful question. He said, what did you learn from it? And the husband replied and said, I'm never going to invest money with that person again, or that crook again. And the next thing that came out of Garrett White's mouth just floored me. In fact, it got me scared to ever show up to Thanksgiving again. He said, shame on you. Shame on you. That's all you got out of it? Not to invest with that person again? How dare you come with that lame excuse? Shame on you. At this point, I was pretty nervous. I thought, oh my goodness, this now just made Thanksgiving uncomfortable. Well, then Garrett follows up with this. He said, listen, if all you learned was to not invest with somebody, you didn't learn the lesson. You didn't learn it at all. You didn't learn anything from this method, and you're just going to repeat the same mistake again. You need to go deeper and learn what really happened here. And of course, looking back, I could tell, yeah, they didn't read the paperwork. They didn't know what they were getting into. They just did it on trust. If they would have known what they were signing, they probably wouldn't have signed the second time. They probably wouldn't have lost that money. But, you know, hindsight 2020. But that's the key, guys. What did you learn? Well, I had my own real estate deal. Now, you've heard me talk about various investing options. Occasionally, we talk about turnkey real estate investing, right? So you buy the rental property, but you don't manage it. You don't property manage it. Somebody else manages the property for you. Now, 
here's what happened. We bought a couple properties in Alabama just in, at the beginning of 2021. And eventually we find out uh, coming in 2023, we kind of took our eye off the prize. We stopped watching what was going on. Well, as we started to realize, wait a minute, there's not as much money going to our account as we thought there should be in cash flow. Why not? Well, we started to audit what was going on with the property manager. We hadn't looked at the numbers for really the last two years prior to that. Start looking at the numbers, find out they were charging us for things they shouldn't have charged us for, for many repairs that the tenant should have paid, not the owner. Long story short, we found out that the person in charge of our property at the property management company rented it to their son and didn't charge them a dime hardly. You know, they barely even paid rent on time for that matter. Um, and we were getting billed all these different things. Well, at that point, we decided, you know what, we're just going to sell these properties. They've appreciated a little bit. Let's just get rid of them. So we sold one property, sold quickly. That second property, though, that one that the son was in, they kind of dragged their feet and getting out of the property. And the next thing you know, we're going to fall where, of course, it slowed down in the, in the market. And so we, weren't, we were having a hard time trying to sell it and try to make anything off of it. We almost sold it. We almost sold it off. But then we did what I just talked about in earlier podcasts about right timing of the market. Well, uh, as interest rates dropped, all of a sudden more buyers came into the market. We ended up selling it for pretty much what we asked for, what we, what we had wanted. At the end of the day, that was a $40,000 down payment, right? This, again, this is our, our worst investment, a $40,000 down payment. But yet, despite all that that went on, we still made about $16,000, $17,000. You do the math, that means we made over 40% in less than three years. That's pretty dang good, isn't it? I mean, that's pretty good. But for us emotionally, definitely by far the worst investment because we took our eye off the prize. So what did I learn from that experience? It wasn't, was it the property manager's fault? Sure, they have some responsibility. But ultimately it came down to us. We took our eye off the prize. We weren't wise stewards watching it. How many times you heard me say on this, this podcast, if you've, you've watched enough videos, whatever you put your attention towards will expand and grow. Yet on the other side, whatever you ignore will leave you. Like you heard me say many times, you ignore your teeth, you'll lose them. You ignore your family, you'll lose them. If you ignore your money, you'll lose it too. Same thing happens in investing. When you start to take your eye off the prize, see, it's, it's so nice to talk about passive income, right? But at the end of the day, passive income, right? Is it really passive? No, it doesn't mean that you don't do jack squat. You set it and forget it. That's what mutual fund companies and financial advisors tell you to do so that you won't fire them so that they'll keep making money off of you and you lose money in the process. They don't, they make money because you set it and forget it. You cannot do that if you're really a wise steward of your money. You cannot just set and forget your money. It needs to be, you need to watch it. You need to manage it. It doesn't mean you have to do all the work, right? I mean, again, all these investments we talk about are very, in comparison, very passive, right? I mean, even the turnkey company, yeah, even having to deal with that mess, that took some time out of our hands, but we spent the previous two years or so doing nothing, spending no time on it, which was part of the problem. We created a bigger mess. It was easy, hard, right? We did the easy thing in the moment to create a harder situation later on. If we had done a little bit harder, meaning that we actually watched each month, what was actually being charged? If there was any charges beyond the typical property management fees, we'd watch that. We would have said, hey, why are we paying for that? And we'd be able to nip it in the bud right away. But we didn't, right? We, we kind of overlooked that. We kind of said, hey, money's coming in. Who cares? And the only time you do care, especially, is when money stops coming in. Right. And I'm not saying the money to stop coming in, but there was a few times he said, wait, we owed that month. There shouldn't be any money owed. We're so much positive cash flow in these things. We should be always paid at each and every month. So my lesson to you is this, guys, is what are you learning? What lessons do you learn? And at the same time, I have to say this, man, that was awesome. A still 40% return. The stock market didn't even do that from 
you know, the beginning of 2021 till 2020, end of 2023. The stock market from 2022 to 2023, or really 2024, was flat. It was barely, not even breaking even, you know? That's, that's ridiculous. You'd be better off in a CD. Heck, you'd be better off in a, a horrible, low-yielding savings, savings account than having your money in the market the last two years. Yet, how many people still did it, right? Now, if something goes wrong, what do they blame? They don't blame themselves. They blame the stock market. Right? Oh, the stock market's fault, or it's my financial advisor's fault. Yeah, they're the villain here. No, financial advisor's just an order taker. They're just salesmen in suits. You are responsible for your money. You should, you should care more about your money than anybody else in your life. You should be the most wisest steward of your own resources. I know it's, it's so nice to just sit back and do nothing and just sit on a beach somewhere and, and just enjoy your pina colada, right? But at the end of the day, reality sets in and you're going to realize the best people, the best investors, even passive investors still watch and manage. They still take full responsibility for what's happening. You may not be able to control external market factors. That's true even for us. Heck, I've even had an investment that you know, is delaying paying me out. We haven't lost money, but they haven't paid me interest for almost a year now. Why? Because 2022 was a worse real estate market than even 2008. If you ask almost any real estate investor, they'll say, if they've been in both markets, they'll say 2022 was harder because things changed so fast with those rising interest rates. That created a lot of confusion, especially for those that were syndicators, operators, those that are actually trying to help you invest your money. They got the, the, biggest, the biggest hit compared to anybody else. Even wholesalers, you know, with the whole real estate market, it froze up for a time. Worse than 2020. Worse than 2008, at least 2008, there were still options. In fact, there's a lot of options to make money in real estate in 2008 if you were educated and you were willing to see it. Same thing is true now. Now there's a much better opportunity going to 2024. Now real estate is a really prime for doing great things. And here's the cool thing, right? In the United States, even if you hear on the news, oh, Tampa, Austin, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, they're depreciating right now. They're losing money. Well, that's three markets out of hundreds in the United States, there are the ones that don't make the news are the ones you probably want to invest in the most. The ones that don't make the news because they're not either, they're either not superb or they're not losing a lot of money. So they're not newsworthy. Those are the ones, those are the places you want to invest. That's why it's so nice that you can invest in any pocket of the country and not have to live there. I mean, the internet has made things so much easier and the way that the world is today, it's easier and harder to make money than ever. I say easier because you have more access to resources, more access to the internet and, and ways to be able to access deals that maybe you've never seen otherwise. But it is harder because there are charlatans out there. There are people that aren't true to their word and they could be sometimes the best marketers out there. So you gotta be careful. You gotta still do your due diligence. You gotta be a wise steward. You cannot turn a blind eye. Heck, even Warren Buffett and specifically Charlie Munger, who just uh, passed away recently, Charlie Munger said, right now, it's harder to make money. It's, it's basically, they said in their, in their early days of being able to invest in the stock market, they said it was way easier than it is today. They said, you know, really just get used, to, get used to hard times, get used to not making money or get used to things being harder in the market. That's, that's coming from some of the best investors in the, in the stock market right now. But yet, many people still keep their money in as if it were the early years of Buffett and Munger, right? It's not the same thing anymore. So the big thing is coming back to you. Are you going to take full responsibility for your life? Because you can never have freedom without responsibility. Let me repeat that. You can never, ever have freedom in your life, true freedom, 
without responsibility, personal responsibility. You need to own up to things in your life. Yes, again, external marketing conditions, we get that. But you at the end of the day can either learn and grow or you can become a victim and regress. And that's the person that's the most broke, the person that doesn't learn, the person that blames everybody else but themselves. Those people don't grow. Those people end up being broke and alone the rest of their lives. You have the opportunity to be an agent in your life, to be a wise steward of your money, and as a result, to have control, take responsibility, ownership of your life, and then, and only then, can you truly have freedom. Guys, I, again, I implore you, be wise, right? Be wise with what you're doing. Make sure that if you don't know what you're doing, find somebody who does, someone who helped guide you along the way and walk you step-by-step to help you do that. If that can be us, great. We would love to serve you in any way, in the capacity we can. You can always reach out to us at moneyripples.com. If it's somebody else, you know somebody that can help guide you along to give you the life that you want to emulate, then do that. Whatever it is you want in your life, take ownership and then take action. That's my challenge to you today. Go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.